Hello, it's Matthew here from Simply Spanish Wine and welcome to another episode in our podcast series where we look at different aspects of the Spanish wine world. Now, over the next few episodes, we're going to be taking a closer look at some different wine growing regions here in Spain. And to kick off, we're going to start with Galicia. So, the northwest of Spain is a far cry from the sunny snapshots of the average holiday brochure. It's always been rather cut off from Castilla León and the rest of Spain by mountain ranges. And that sense of isolation persists even today. So Galicia's lush green landscapes, windswept beaches, mountain ranges and river valleys are a side of Spain that many visitors rarely see. Which is a shame because it's, for lots of people, the most appealing part of the country. And thanks to a new generation of talented young winemakers, Galicia is producing some of Spain's most exciting wines. So in terms of winemaking, Galicia can be divided up into five dios or denominaciones de origen. You've got the coastal region of Rías Baixas, Dio Ribeiro, which is about 100 kilometers inland around the town of Orense, the dramatic river valleys of Ribeira Sacra, the small southerly Dio of Monterrey on the border with Portugal, and then Baldeoras on the eastern edge of Galicia, just before it turns into Castilla León. Now, for various historical reasons, vineyard plots in Galicia tend to be quite small. And with a few exceptions, there are lots of quite boutique producers making not very many bottles of wine. Now, Galicia is, of course, one of the wettest and greenest regions in Spain, with rainfall in the coastal areas reaching about 1,200 millimetres a year, which is about three and a half times what you'll get in somewhere like Alicante, for example. Now, such a damp climate can cause problems for wine growers, which is why when you're in Galicia, you'll often find vines trained a couple of metres off the ground on concrete pergolas. And these try and keep the grapes nicely ventilated to help stave off fungal diseases like mildew. If you want to discover new flavours in your white wines, Galicia is a great place to head for. The star attraction for many is, of course, Albariño, or Albariño, N-H-O, if you pop over the border into Portugal. But an Albariño is the main grape in white wines from the Rias Baixas area, with its typical and delicious white fruit and citrus aromas. Normally sold as a young wine, Albariño is also a grape which can benefit from a little time on the lees, or even some careful oak ageing. So don't be afraid to try some older vintages too. But Galicia is not just about Albariño. A new generation of younger producers are rediscovering some of the fantastic native white varieties like Trechadura, which is widely grown in Ribeiro, or Godello, particularly in Baldeoras. You'll also find some wonderful blends of different white varieties, particularly in places like Ribeiro. Look out for names like Lureira, a fresh floral and aromatic variety, or Lado, or Caino Blanco. And Galician Reds, too, are starting to win new followers, particularly from the inland Dio of Ribeira Sacra, whose steep terraced vines specialise in red varieties. Look out for grapes like Caino, Merenthau, or Susson, 
which can produce wonderfully fragrant and fresh red wines. They're usually quite pale in colour, with little use of oak to avoid masking the primary flavours of the vineyard and a very distinct Atlantic acidity. There we go. We hope you've enjoyed this very brief introduction to one of Spain's harder-to-access wine regions, and it's encouraged you to try some more wines from Galicia. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to tune in to more episodes when we'll be taking closer looks at the different wine-growing regions of Spain. Thanks for listening.